This is this conversation we don't have. Hey family, my name is Tinola and you are welcome to this convo podcast where we talk, learn and dissect some crucial topics as Christians, not based on our preferences but based on the word of God. We aim to shed more light, grow in knowledge and deepen in wisdom. Do settle down, listen and enjoy. Hello everyone, you're welcome to another episode on this Convo Podcast. How have you been? Hope you have been awesome. This is the first time I am recording this year, so it is right for me to say Happy New Year to you, right? Yes, I know it is February and even the month of February is about to end, but I still have to say Happy New Year and thank you so much for being on this journey with me from last year to this very point. Thank you so much and um, I guess we're ready. We're ready for this year so yeah to start out the first episode this year we are going to be talking about if god is good why do we suffer or why does evil happen right i know we have so many questions and um, like god loves god is good but why does this have to happen you you um you you understand Definitely, you know that we take our perspective from the scripture, and that is why we are reading from Second Corinthians chapter four, from verse seven to twelve, for a start. And it goes thus: I'm reading from the Message translation. It says that we've been surrounded and battered by troubles, but we are not demoralized. We are not sure what to do, but we know that God knows what to do. We've been spiritually terrorized, but God hasn't left our side. We've been thrown down, but we haven't broken. What they did to Jesus, they do to us, trial and torture, mockery and murder. What Jesus did among them, he did in us, he lives. Our lives are at constant risk for Jesus' sake, which makes Jesus' life all the more evident in us. While we are going through the worst, you are getting in on the best. You know, that part that says that our lives are at constant risk for Jesus' sake was like, oh, God, okay. This sounds a little bit scary, right? You know, there is a way that we just think that uh, when you when we come to Christ, you know, everything is just going to be all perfect, all smooth. But here we are. We are facing risk by giving our lives to Christ. So it's, it technically just speaks to um, whoever is going to come to Christ must be bold, you know, to go on this journey. And that is why Jesus Christ at a point says that if you are ready to, you know, go with me you must be ready to carry and follow me you must be ready to carry your cross and i also and i also remember that there was someone i i really can't remember who said this thing to me but the person was like if um the moment we give our life to christ you know everything is all good all perfect all sweet a lot of people would have given their lives to christ that sounds very good right you know that sounds like yeah we're making the target since we're meant to preach you know the good news to um as as many as possible to the ends of the earth but the consequence of that is is we would have a lot of people that are in relationship with God let me put it that way that has come that would come to God all because of what they are going to get all because of the benefits they are going to get so it's going to be more like a transactionary relationship with God and God is looking for people that are ready to you know go down with him people that are ready to be faithful people that are ready to go all the way with him that is who God is looking for so if 
if we will still be in Christ and we'll still continue to face troubles, we'll still continue to face suffering and pain and everything, then why do we have why do we why do we need Christ? The reason why we need Christ is because in Christ there is victory. He has assured us of victory, and that is why when Paul says that we've been surrounded and battered by troubles, but we are not demoralized. He says we are not sure what to do, but we know God, we know that God knows what to do. We've been spiritually terrorized, but God hasn't left our side. We've been thrown down, but we haven't broken. That is the record of that is the record of victory. So it's not saying that we are not going to face all these things. We're going to face all these things, but in Christ we are more than conquerors. In Christ we have victory. He has conquered the world for our sake. So nothing that would happen to us would have the capacity to pull us down. Now a lot of people ask questions like, okay, if God is good, you understand? If God loves so much, then why do we have evil persists? If God knows the beginning from the end, why can't God stop something from happening? Now we have to go back to the foundation. When God made heaven and earth, He made everything good. He says everything that God made was good right so the intention of God was not for evil to persist because God himself cannot do evil there is no there is no evil in God God is good and he is all good but the what caused evil or what caused the um the existence of evil was the sin of man right when man fell when man disobeyed and ate of the knowledge um the, of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil and you know the moment man fell, it says sin. Um, what's the name? The 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 uh, the wages of sin is death, and that is the beginning of evil. The moment we fell, that was the beginning of evil. Man began to know bit know the difference between good and bad. You know, good and evil. That was the starting of evil. God made heaven and earth. God made everything that he made and all the intention of God was that everything was going to be good. Everything is going to be good until man. Because God wouldn't have, you know, God gave us dominion. He gave man dominion. So God wouldn't, God had to give man, you know, choice. If if God had not, you know, placed before man, you know, he says that he has given us um, life and death, choose life, right? If God didn't place before man the ability to choose between life and death, good and evil, then man does not have dominion, then man does not have free will. But we have choice. God has given us choice. We have free will. So he says that I am placing before you good and evil. I need you to choose which is good, right? So God gave them an instruction. That is why we have the tree of the good and evil. For man to be able to express their free will, for man to be able to express their choice of, yes, I want to follow God and it is only God I'm going to follow. But it happened that man took the other way and followed the devil, right? And as long as we exist upon this face of the earth, right? As long as we exist upon this face of the earth, we'll continue to face troubles will continue to face pain will continue to face evil because the king of this world is the devil is satan so that is why he could speak to jesus christ during the time of temptation that um if you bow down before me i'm going to give you, you know half of this world you know went, took jesus to the top of a mountain and showed jesus all the riches of the world you know all the beauty and the splendor of the world and say if you bow down to me i will give you to you because he is the king of this world and he has capacity to give the world to anyone right he has capacity to give the word to anyone so if satan is the king of this world i don't know why in 
in god is light in satan is darkness so there is nothing else that we would expect from the king of this world the the the, the um the order of the world the order of um the order of the world is for evil to happen right as long as darkness exists in man or in some man evil will continue to persist but that is why god has called us to come to the light that we may be able to throw away everything that is darkness within us but as long as we have some people that still exist in darkness then evil will still continue to persist right Evil will still continue to persist and so as long as we remain upon earth we should know that this is not the promise um, uh, um, we are not meant to, we are not going to live eternity here. Eternity is in heaven. That is why Revelations, um, um, Revelations, um, chapter 21 says that, um, you know, when, when, when we get to heaven, I'm just trying to paraphrase that, uh, where there will be no weeping, all our tears are going to be wiped away. There will be no more pain, no more sorrow and everything. After this world, after this, uh, after this world has been wiped away, you know, that is when we have the promise of a good life. That is when we have the promise of eternity. So as long as we remain upon the face of the earth, we will still, evil will still continue to persist. Evil will still continue to um, persist. So, and you know, a lot of people feel like when they face troubles, when they face trials, it is God trying to punish them for something or it is because God has stopped loving them. Romans chapter 8 from verse 21 downward says that what can separate us from the love of Christ? Not even trouble, not even calamity, not even persecution. I think there was a particular translation that, that puts it in a way that, um, you know, troubles and pains and everything is not a community, is not a a sign that God has stopped loving us. He says, what can separate us from the love of God? As long as you have given yourself to God, as long as you have found yourself with God's love, nothing can separate us from his love. The Bible says that, it says that um, no man should say that God tempts me because God cannot tempt anyone. He says, because God cannot be tempted and God cannot be tempted and he cannot um, tempt anyone so first of all god cannot be tempted so god cannot be tempted to punish you with evil god cannot be tempted to punish you with suffering god cannot be tempted to punish you with pain so the pain that we go through the suffering that we go through is not a result of the fact that god has stopped loving us right fine we face consequences of sin because that is like the rule and like you know like a law that governs that you you can you can face cons- if you if you decide to like um uh, you know like do a wrong thing go a wrong way whatever comes from it you are going to face it but that does not stop the love of god that does not stop god from loving us so he says that nothing can separate us from the love of god so suffering does not mean that god hates you suffering does not mean that god has stopped loving you suffering doesn't mean that god has stopped loving you and God does not have the capacity to do evil. He loves us and all that God does is good. Everything that comes from him is good. Now, does God allow suffering to happen to us? Yes, God allows pain. God allows suffering. You know, Job was a particular, God, Job was a, Job was a good example of that, right? That God allowed, God allowed the pain in Job's life, right? Why does God allow 
some things to happen to us. You know, we feel like God has to take away the problems, the trials. When he sees that it is coming to us, God should have taken it away. Why does God allow it? Now, I will read from... um, I'll read from Romans chapter 5, from verse 3 down to 5. It says that we can rejoice too when we run into problems and trials. For we know that they help us develop endurance. And endurance develops strength of character. And character strengthens our confident hope of salvation. And this hope will not lead to disappointment. For we know how dearly God loves us because he has given us the holy spirit to fill our hearts with love the reason why god allows pain is because there is a purpose for your pain there is a purpose for your pain god is not god didn't allow the pain within you he says that it cannot test us beyond what we can endure right there is a capacity in you that when something happens to you god knows that you have the capacity to to, to carry that thing, to carry it, to go through that thing that happens to you. And the reason why God allows this pain, the reason why God allows pain is that it should, so that it may produce, it may develop character within us. That's why Paul says that we should rejoice when we run into problems and trials. It's so funny, like, it's so funny that 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 is like a counter um um would i say reaction to pain uh, problems and trials you know paul is saying that rejoice we can rejoice too that when we run into problems and trials it's like come on this thing is not sweet i'm supposed to be crying i'm supposed to be wailing that god why does this have to happen to me right but what is that you can rejoice too because we know that they help us develop endurance that is there is a purpose for your pain so there is nothing that happens to you that god does not have a purpose for it is always to develop you it is always to show you that you have the strength to go through it is meant to develop endurance it is meant to develop the strength of character it is meant to develop our confident hope of salvation you know it's meant to develop our confident hope of salvation that yes i am still going to hold on no matter what happens right because i have hope in christ you know there is a there is a um, particular scripture that speaks to the fact that the gold has to go through fire you know and that is when our faith is being developed that is when our faith is being uh, tested now when when everything is just smooth everything is just perfect there is no way you can prove your faith there is no way that you can prove your love to Christ. If you, you know, someone once said that if you're asking God to give you the ability to love people, God is not just going to start bringing people that are lovable around you. God will start bringing people that are difficult to love for you to be able to express that. Yes, God has given me the capacity to express love to these people. That is when you will know that, yes, I have this thing within me. So sometimes we go through problems, we go through trials, we go through pain because because God is ready to show forth in us. God is ready to God is ready to fulfill something through what we go through. God is ready to um, 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 you know fulfill a purpose. God is ready to fulfill a purpose through the things that we go through. And the second reason why we 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 go through problems, we go through trial, is for us to be able to comfort comfort others. And I will be reading again from Second um, Corinthians chapter one verse. 3 to 5 from from message translation says that all praise to the god 
and father of our master jesus the messiah father of all mercy god of all healing counsel he comes alongside us when we go through hard times and before you know it he brings us alongside someone else who is going through hard times so that we can be there for that person just as god was there for us we have plenty hard times that come from following the messiah but no more so than the good times of his healing comfort, we get a full measure of that too. So God allows some things to happen to us so that we'll be able to strengthen others. So when we go through our times, he comforts us, he counsels us, he he prepares us through those things. And by the time that we, 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 um, we, we gain victory over that thing by the time we gain victory over that thing we'll be able to comfort someone else that is going through that same situation that is why when jesus when jesus christ was telling um, peter that you're going to you know you're going to deny me three times and he says that um the devil is about is about to sift you right but he says that he says um says to peter that when you um i, I really can't say the particular words but he says that when you are back you know when you have you know gotten yourself back let me put it that way he says strengthen others strengthen your other brethren strengthen others because paul peter peter would understand what it takes what it means to deny christ you know nobody has had that experience that you know you you've been with someone for a long while and someone just comes to ask you a question and you deny him three times not just one time but deny it three times and peter experienced that and also experienced going back to god and receiving grace from god so if someone else is going through something that um, is going to make them deny christ peter has the capacity to be able to advise the person what to do even if the person has fallen or denied christ he has the capacity to show the person that i went through the same thing and you can also get back up and that is the reason why we face um troubles we face you know um um, um, pain sometimes because god wants us to go through that thing so that we'll be able to hold someone else's hand and uh um and work with that individual and we'll be able to work with the individual when we go through those things that that is why in the first scripture that that we read it says that um what they did to jesus right she says what they did to jesus they do to us Fire and torture, mockery and murder. And Jesus Christ said that this world didn't receive me. So don't think that they are going to receive you also. That is the reason why we face trials. That is the reason why we face persecutions. So the devil is not going to leave you alone. So he's not going to stop bringing problems your way because he wants you to, you know, let go of that which you have received they want to torture you they want to you know they want to um 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 um, they want to pull you down from this hope that you have but we have something in christ because you know there is a comforting um um statement after that it says that what jesus did among them he does in us he lives what that means is that no matter what they did to jesus christ jesus lives right jesus still lived above it no matter what they did though they tried to kill him though they tried to torture him though they they put him through so many trials he still came victorious and that is the same thing that we are doing so he says that when we face he says our lives are at constant risk for jesus sake which makes jesus life all more evident in us that is it shows that the same thing Jesus Christ faced is the same thing we are facing. So it shows that they are doing the same thing to us. That Jesus Christ lives, Jesus Christ lives within us. Jesus Christ lives with us because they didn't accept him and they are not going to accept us also. So 
we have you know we go through pains we we go through pains we go through suffering it is not it is not enjoyable to anybody that we go through all these things no matter what happens he says that all things work together for good for the good of those that love him so whether troubles whether pain whether suffering he says that all things work together for the good right god is with us that is the confidence that we have that though it is not sweet though we are facing troubles though we are facing trials because of christ's sake but we know that this is not the end for us right this is not the end for us lastly i'm going to be reading from um, 2 Corinthians chapter 4 verse 16 to 18. So we are not giving up. How could we? Even though on the outside it often looks like things are falling apart on us. On the inside where God is making new life, not a day goes by without his unfolding grace. These are times as small potatoes compared to the coming good times. The lavish celebration prepared for us. There is far more here than meets the eyes. The things we see now are here today, gone tomorrow. But the things we can we can't see now will last forever this is the hope that we should hold on to it might not be easy right now right we know we wish that everything is perfect we wish that everything is sweet we wish that everything is just you know all smooth right but he says that the present Romans chapter 8 says that the present suffering cannot be compared to the glory that is coming, right? The glory that we're going to experience. So it says that nothing that we go through here today, it is going to happen and tomorrow it is going to be gone because the, this earth is going to be wiped off, right? This world is going to perish. But he says that that which we cannot see now will last forever. This is what some people cannot see because this is what some people cannot understand. They wonder what do we hold on to that we are still holding on to Christ, that we're not letting go of Christ. But we're telling them that there is something, there is a glory that we see, that though the physical eyes cannot see it, but our minds can capture it. And because we know the glory ahead, that is why we are persistent. That is why we are not giving up. It says that Jesus Christ endured the pain. Jesus Christ endured the cross because he saw the glory ahead of him. So he knows that it is not painful. You know, one of the things that we have to be so sure is that Jesus Christ didn't want to go to the cross because he felt it. He says to the father in the, um, when he was praying that, God, if it's possible, take away this cup from me, but your will be done, right? It was painful it wasn't easy but there was a glory there is a glory that he saw ahead that kept him going and this is the reason why we should keep holding on see we will still continue to face evil we'll still continue to face suffering pains trials and everything here upon the face of the earth but there is a point because our lives, we, we are not promised eternity upon the face of the earth, right? We are promised eternity in God. Eternity is beyond the space of life. This life is just a transition into the glorious future that is ahead of us, that God has promised for us. So let us hold on to this faith that we confess. Let us hold on to this, um, this life that we have gotten. Let us hold on to the light. Let's stay persistent in the light. Though it is not easy, we'll keep carrying our cross though they though they 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 um you know though they persecute us we're still carrying our cross and i believe that god is going to supply the grace for us because 
he has made grace available to us and there is nothing that you can that you're going to go through that has the capacity to break you because god has supplied the grace for you stay consistent it is producing something in you it is producing strength in you it is producing faith in you it is producing character in you and god is going to be with us Thank you so much. Thank you so much for listening. I, I, I hope that we have been blessed. You know, um, I pray that God is going to keep strengthening every God is going to keep strengthening every one of us that no matter what we go through, we'll always be rem- reminded that God loves us and He has given us the capacity to go through it and He has given us victory because nothing, nothing can happen to us that will break us down. Nothing can happen to us that will put us to the ground. Every Because we are in Christ, we would always rise above it. Even though we go through it, we would always come out as a victor, right? We'll always come out as a victor. Thank you so much. And God bless you. See you next time. Make sure you share with as many people as you can share this with. And um, see you next month on the 24th. God bless you.